What's happening, friends? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. In about an hour or so, we'll talk to Lunchbox about why he's here today, which normally wouldn't be a story, but he had jury duty and you were going to be gone for a long time doing a big case. Yeah, we gone for months, big sequestered, one. all you, that. You were going to write a book. We'll hear yeah. about your case in about an hour. All right. Oh, can you still write a book on this? Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> what? The case that didn't what? happen? Yeah. A short story. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened with the case. <laughs> well, he's right here, though. <laughs> Sometimes they settle that stuff in six hours. Oh, it was like a traffic thing. Good, good point. So we'll talk to Lunchbox in an hour about that. Um, I did watch Suicide Squad last night. The Suicide Squad? Whatever the new one is on, on HBO Max. And we subscribed, so it's free. Weird, because we pay for the subscription. Right, but you don't have to pay an additional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Caitlin and I watched it, and she's not big on superhero movies, but I said, hey, do you want to watch a movie? And she's like, yeah, sure. So we sat, we turned it on, and it's fine. Oh, I didn't love it. She actually liked it more than I did. And I think it'd be fine for your daughter to watch. Oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty gory, like in funny ways. Mm -hmm. And it was entertaining. I would give it three out of five John Cena's big arms. Oh. Because they are huge. And and I think they're real. I don't think they've done any sort of... Mike, do you think they mess with John Cena's body in this? Because he's massive. No, I think that's him. It's crazy how big this dude is. But I give it three out of five. I think Caitlin gives it 3.5 out of five. But did she see the first one? No. Okay. No. But, again, she was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch it. Well, you know what we do? We have, you know, the different streaming services, Netflix. We have HBO Max. We have Hulu. We look through about 100 movies. Because we have all the options, nothing is good. I know. We're like, nah, there's got to be a better right. one. Where if we were just given, like, two options, we'd have found the movie we liked. But we watched it. I thought it was fine. She thought it was pretty good. But I don't want to spoil it. It's funnier than it is, like, um, Avengers. You know, there's a lot of comedy in it. But somebody's upset with Eddie about spoiling stuff. What? This is Kathy from Wimberley, Texas. Oh, boy. I am listening to the post show, and I really feel like Eddie just spoiled Outer Banks. They don't <laughs> tell that the <laughs> Y'all believed it. Eddie for the spoiler again. Yeah, you spoiled it. I went and did some research. Did I? You said something that doesn't happen until halfway through the first season. Wow, well. Okay. Well, that's your problem watching that show. It's terrible. Yeah, you weren't here. Oh, we he were wasn't talking here. About it. No, but that show's <laughs> terrible. Like, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is so stupid. I can't believe people, the acting, everything about it was awful. And the fact that you're watching it, you deserve to have it spoiled. But only one episode. There are shows I've watched. I mean, listen, if I watched Ted Lasso and stopped at the first episode, I'd have been like, I don't get it. But right. You can get into it. I completed season one of Outer Banks. I'm not like dying to go see season two <laughs> or start it, but I have seen a lot of friends that I trust their taste and they post about it on Instagram and they're like, they're loving it. So, Ray loves that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Outer Banks forever? Just because I like water and boats and like partying, but and, like I, young people. Yeah, yes. young kids. But it's fine. You're not gonna watch. You're not gonna binge it. I'll tell you that much. You watched only one episode. One episode. In the first scene, is there's these kids out on a boat and they're just looking. They're looking for a sunken ship or whatever. And these drug lords show up and without even asking questions, they don't know if the kids are just out on the lake for fun. They start shooting at them without even knowing what the kids. Well, are. And that I'm wouldn't like, happen on the inner banks, but on the outer <laughs> banks, yeah. that like, happens a lot. This is so dumb. That's life out there at lunchbox. Guys, be careful about spoiling stuff. All I'm gonna say, Eddie. You, I, I, I still stand by. I don't think I spoiled it, but okay. And I thought Suicide Squad was. Pretty good. Would you like to spoil it? He no, said no, he doesn't want to spoil it. I don't. It. I didn't like it as much as Mike D liked it. But I do love superhero movies, so I was kind of let down a little bit. But Caitlin did like it. It's on HBO, though, if you want to watch it. 
Bobby Bones. A big day for me. Eight new episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones is up today on Disney+. Plus. So if you guys have Disney+, Plus, eight brand new episodes for you to watch right there. Appreciate it if you watch it. Or if you go to work, just turn them on let them play through. That would also help me. So uh, let's go over and open the mailbag now. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. My wife and I don't even see remotely eye-to-eye when it comes to movies. When I want to watch something, she'll sit there and politely act interested, even though I'd have no issue at all if she had decided to do something else. When she wants to watch something, though, is totally different. I have to sit there, and if I'm not engaged in the predictable romantic fantasy movie she enjoys, I get accused of being rude. It's even worse if I happen to fall asleep. I wanted to see what you would do and what you would suggest in the situation. Does this happen with you? Do you and Caitlin have rules on picking movies? RJ. We had talked a segment ago kind of about this where I texted her and I said, hey, do you want to watch a movie? She goes, yeah. So we just went over and started flipping through the, or the different platforms that we subscribe to. And really the only one that we could settle on was Suicide Squad. And she didn't even really want to watch Suicide Squad. I was just like, I went through a bunch. I was like, nah. And then I went on Suicide Squad and I was like, oh, that looks good. And then she didn't respond. And I went, that looks good. <laughs> then she didn't respond. And I went, oh, that looks good. She goes, okay, we can watch Suicide Squad. Okay, fine. <laughs> and so okay, good. we watched it and... I don't think she planned to like it as much as she did. She said it was one of her favorite superhero movies, and she's not a big superhero movie person. But if she ever gets up and like walks to the bathroom, I'll pause it. I'm like, you know, I need you to be invested. <laughs> so I'm kind of like this guy's wife. I'm like, if you're going to be here, you need to be invested. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I respect a movie that she picks the same way, and I wish I would because I'll be on my phone sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it, right. it shows me I need to be better at this too because I'll go, what are we watching? But to be fair... I don't know that, she, that I have to compromise and watch her movies a whole lot because she's not a big movie watcher. She'll watch a lot more Housewives. I do sit and watch Housewives with her, which is an hour sometimes. Right. That, so could this be in the same category as like maybe for some women football? And she then, does a better job at watching my crap than I do at watching her crap. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, but I do. I'm Listen, I'll watch some Housewives of Salt Lake. I'll watch some Housewives of Beverly Hills. You know. I don't know. I think Erica J. May knew now, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. That's the big question. Did Erica know? I know. And she's going to be back. The reunion she's back for. She's coming back. Okay. So you guys wouldn't know about I what have no yeah, idea I'm what so you're talking confused. about. Yeah, like, yeah. Huh? Uh, this is what I would say. I think you guys need to mutually agreed upon. Um, if we watch the movie, you can have three phone breaks oh. a movie. You need oh. something. Yeah, but he's almost like this emailer. He's almost like... Okay, look, I would rather her just not watch movies with me so I don't have to watch movies but with her. But that's okay, too. I think if that's but, also the, the compromise where we watch our own movies. But yeah. isn't it fun to watch a movie together as a couple? Only if you both like the movie. <laughs> and I say this coming from Caitlin's perspective. I've, I've dragged her into King Kong versus Godzilla. Well, yeah. I'm, and that's watching that, and I like that better than I thought I would. And I could tell <laughs> she was like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm the selfish one in this situation, and I don't think it's always enjoyable for her. I know, but... If I want to sit down and watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, like, I would appreciate it. And if she came to me and said, will you watch this with me, mm -hmm. I would. She just doesn't do that very often. Okay. She's like, here's something. So I just think there needs to be a mutually agreed upon. Either we don't watch movies together, we pick one a month, we get off of our crap, or it's just free range, do whatever you want if you don't like it. But you both have to agree to it, or you're both going to hold resentment toward the other person. Yeah. Although it doesn't feel like she's very simple. I know, him. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Mm Mm-hmm. What would you suggest? I mean, I would suggest he needs to, like, 
do a little bit of what she does, and he needs to sit there and pay attention and watch yeah, her movies. I would too. He's not appreciating the fact that she's doing it for him. In fact, he's. I think I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I mean, it's fine she's doing it, but I'd rather her just not watch them with me. And that's so that he can have an out from her movies, and that's not cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that guy. <laughs> I, do this, I do the same thing, guy. <laughs> you got to get better, guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go, RJ. That's our advice about that. Eddie, you and your wife, do you guys struggle with movies? We or? do. Yeah, we do. We have this. I mean, the struggle's real, I think, for everyone. But, guys, it's okay to watch movies separately. But there should be that one once a week or whatever, once a month time where you watch that movie. And I think if you separate it to once a month or maybe twice a month, you can come down to one movie that you both will be okay watching together. Or if it's just once a month, it's okay to sit there and just be good for two hours. <laughs> yes, or you can deal with it. You can deal with that. But, I mean, two movies a month in our house is a lot. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, so if one sure. of you pick one a month, I think you can agree on... Put your phone down, pay attention, don't fall asleep. Totally. I think you can do that. It's not once a week. It's once a month. Okay, there you go. I will also say that sometimes, you know, I'll pick a show or she'll pick a show. That's more common than picking movies mm-hmm. is picking shows. And she did pick the East, East Mayor, Mayor, of, Mayor East of East Town way before it became a thing. And she was like, let's watch this. And I was like, I don't want to watch a stupid show. I don't like the picture. It did. Look it was like, like picking like a cereal. That. It was like, that cereal doesn't look good by the box. I was like, I don't think that looks good. She's like... No, I think, well, let's do that one. It's my turn. And I just, I'm like, Ugh. Yellowstone. She was like, now we're watching Yellowstone. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't like, she nails them. But I still go into it kicking and screaming. All right, RJ, thank you. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. So they put this poll out. They said, hey, how many of these animals could you beat up if you got into a fight? Meaning if it was there one-on-one, and it was going to attack you, mm-hmm. and all you got yourself, could you actually take the animal down? Okay? A rat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, except for I don't really want to touch it, but okay. But if you had to, yes, okay. you could kill the rat. Yes. Mm. Me too. I agree. 72% of Americans say they could kill a rat one-on-one. A house cat. If a house cat's no. angry. No. Oof. Nope. Nope. I have a kitten. Sorry. I have a scar on my arm already. Nope. Not happening. But if you had to use your might, you could. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but fights aren't comfortable. Okay. And you'd come out with a lot of scratches, but you'd win. I will be bleeding, but sure. But I think you win. Okay. I'll give you that benefit. Okay. Um, 70% of Americans think they could beat a house cat. I'm one of them. Now, it starts to get a little wild here because a goose. Ever seen a goose? (laughs) They will go crazy. Yeah. Now, could you beat up a goose if it was coming at you? I mean... Yes, but I'm going to get bit. Probably going to get bit by the goose. I would just encourage you to go right for the neck and ring it. Oh, really? <gasps> if you're I don't fighting think I a could goose, do that. you have to. You're it's you're in the Coliseum. You're fighting for your life. Not okay. kick it like a football. You can okay. kick it, but once you once it's close enough and you got to grab it, take that neck. Okay. Ring it. Okay. Okay. Uh 61% of Americans think they could beat up a goose. A medium-sized dog. How about Ooh. Stanley? If oh, Stanley, yeah. sixty-two pound bulldog. Yes, I don't know mm, how. I think you'd have trouble with that. He, he's a little hoss, but strong. I think you would lose to Stanley. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know because his bite. He has an underbite. I don't know that his bite is that fierce. Only fifty percent of Americans think they could beat up a, a medium-sized dog. So far, I'm still in this. I'm dominating. Okay. An eagle. Dang. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess if you can catch it. That's no, part of it, not though. seen their talents? I don't think yeah. you can beat up an eagle. Right. You will, you will never catch it. Yeah, it'll fly away. I was watching a TikTok where it was like, 
this is what we do in Florida. And this guy takes some chum, he takes some chum, throws it in the ocean. This bird comes down and catches the chum. And then he dives in on top of the bird from the boat oh. and tries to catch the bird. <laughs> Hilarious. An eagle. I'm going to go, I couldn't beat up an eagle. You think you can. No. I you said, did say if yes. If I could catch it. Well, that's part of it. Okay, well then I guess I can't. A chimpanzee. No. Uh, no, it would cover me. I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd give a chimp a run for its money. Pretty you, even, I think. How? I think I'd give a chimp a run for, how run big for its money. How are chimps again? Big as you. And okay. they're quick. Yes, they will. Bobby, you could not beat up a chimp. A king cobra. Is that the snake thing? Yeah, like, with the Easy. big head. I can take a snake. Wow. I could take a snake. I'd stomp it out. No, what if it slithers around you and like ties you up like a rope? And, and now we're getting to the ones where people say they couldn't. And a grizzly bear, no, no chance. <laughs> An elephant, no wow. chance. A lion, no chance. A gorilla, nope. A crocodile, nope. A wolf, nope. Nah. A kangaroo. I think that's my threshold is the kangaroo. Ooh, I don't know. Where I'm, I'm having a debate. Can I beat up a kangaroo? Because they can big. kick. But They're even big. if I get them on the ground, I still think it's pretty strong. Uh-uh. Bones. So they have their legs, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have their hands, their arms, their tiny little arms. And then they have their tail. So they have five against your four. I would say, though, I, listen, I might lose to the kangaroo. That's my spot of I don't know anymore. But I would think if I could think down and put my foot on its neck and, like, stomp its neck out, Oof. I'd have a shot. Because I think my legs... I'm going to have more the ability to move my legs more. Longer kicks, mm. longer reaches. I'll take the kangaroo. Yeah, I'd probably bet on the kangaroo yeah. against me too. <laughs> yeah, but I totally. think I have a chance. There's another, this guy here. Uh, people on a remote road in Alaska encountered a massive brown bear that was walking nearby. One of them, who is calm as can be, just talks to the bear as it passes them by. Here's a TikTok where this massive bear walks right in front of them in their path. Hey, big boy. You guys got a camera out? Yeah. Hey, big boy. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Guys, they're on foot, and this bear is probably from me to you. Oh, wow. They're on foot. The bear's on foot on a dirt road, walks right across the dirt road, and it's eight feet from him. And the guy's like, what's up, buddy? Hey, bear. What's up, buddy? (laughs) Crazy, man. I hope you guys are good. Thank you for hanging out with the show this morning. Do you think I can beat up a kangaroo? That's the question. We'll put that on our Twitter, at Bobby Bone Show. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. I've been been working out since the wedding. I'm in pretty good shape. There's only one way to find out, man. (laughs) Pay-per-view? Yes, mano a mano. Paper, yeah. Let's go. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Luke Combs helped out a teacher in North Carolina who attended his alma mater. She tweeted asking him to help with her teacher wish list that had school supplies for her kindergarten class. And Luke responded by clearing the entire list and wishing her and her students good luck. On their five-year anniversary, Shay Mooney's wife Hannah revealed through an Instagram post that she and Shay actually got secretly married the day Shay proposed to her on August 9th, 2016. He planned a pop-up wedding at a chapel with their close friends and family. He even gave her a pair of shoes, a bouquet, and a choice of three wedding dresses. Lady A performed in St. Louis for their What a Song Can Do tour, and Hilary Scott brought out her eight-year-old daughter, Isley, for a special duet. Here's a clip. Baby, I'm so glad you're mine. And ever since the day you put my heart in motion, baby, I 
Morgan number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The boys' lemonade stand has become a popular pit stop for bikers heading to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota. Wyatt Dennis first opened his donations-only stand last summer because he wanted to buy a Lego set. And even though he doesn't charge for drinks, he did better than expected. With donations, he was able to buy that toy, the Lego set, and then also donate 200 bucks to St. Jude Children's Hospital. After last year's success, Wyatt says this year, 50% of what he makes will be saved for college, 30% will be donated to St. Jude, and the rest he'll spend on a dirt bike. So far, he's raised enough to donate 4500 to St. Jude just this weekend. So if I'm doing the math here, 4500 goes to St. Jude. That's 30%. That means he's made about six thousand <laughs> for college. Banking. Yeah, I mean the kid's killing it. Yeah, I like that dirt bike too. Business is booming once again, thanks in part to a Facebook post from someone who stopped to quench their thirst, shared it, and now all the bikers are stopping by as well. You would let your son get a dirt bike? Well, no. I mean, I just like that he's treating himself a little bit. But no, I don't. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't let me get a dirt bike. <laughs> <Be kind laughs> They're dangerous, dangerous, man. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. Nice job, kids. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Uh, Lunchbox was out yesterday for jury duty. And so I want to play you a couple clips here. But we'll talk about, did he get picked? Was it a big trial? Thing is, it could have been a big trial because you're back today. Right. Yeah, it wasn't a big trial. So you leave, you go, and then yesterday, all yesterday, you're gone. I'm gone. Can you talk about what happened? I mean, I can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, now that everything's over, I can. I, I wasn't allowed to go on social media during the trial or when I was there. But once I left and it's over, I can do whatever I want. I can speak to the press. I mean, there was news vehicles out front. There's everything. Here is the first clip. This is you going through security on the day that you showed up. Yeah, this is me at the metal detectors. Monday? Yeah, Monday. Hello, ma'am. I'm reporting for jury, jury duty. I do swear to say the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. Okay. Yeah, so I'm good to go now. Oh, I need to put my keys Oh, I do have a belt. Yeah. yeah you're to. Thank you, ma'am. I'm here to serve the justice of the law. Wish me luck. Did you swear into the security guard? Yeah, I swore in. <laughs> I thought Which that's what not, you're, not necessary. I, I thought that's what you were supposed to do because I see that on TV when they swear in, and she had a plexiglass thing in front of her, kind of like she was a judge, and so I felt like it was appropriate. Everybody in line behind me was like, "Can you just hurry up?" Because some people, like some, I'm in line with the criminals that are going into court. You know, they got to get there. Well, they're not all criminals. Some people that go to court are found <laughs> not guilty. <laughs> Well, I'm saying some of the people in line, they're like, man, come on, guys. We got, we got to get court. We're, you're, you're holding up the whole line. So you go through, then what do you do? You go into a room? So I go into a room, and I check in. They give me a little badge, and I sit down with a bunch of people. There's probably about 150 people in there. And these guys come up, and they start talking about, hey, we got six trials that are starting today. So we're going to you know, select 30 of you. You're going to go to this courtroom, and they'll ju- pick the uh, jurors from that. So they call you know, 60 people for two of the trials. Then they come in and say, good news, two of the trials got canceled. So we're down to two trials. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And then they come back in. They say, guess what? Another trial got canceled. And I'm like, oh, man, this means my odds are dwindling of getting picked to be a juror. And they said, but they're not ready for us in this one trial, but we're going we're gonna to call the 32 people that you know are going to be in the jury pool, and then everybody else, you're free to go. Okay. Is that what this clip is? This? No, no, no. So they call out the 32 names, and I am not one of the people. 
So I am free to go, and this is me saying bye to everybody that got picked. Bye, guys. Good luck. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Ah, I think I'm going to go take a nap, guys. You guys have a good day. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, be a good jury. You guys be good. We're out of here. So you didn't get picked for jury duty at all? I didn't get picked. Okay. wonder why. Well, no, 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 no. He wasn't at work yesterday. Like, this happened on Monday. Oh, yeah. And then he wasn't well, here yesterday at all because we thought you were on jury duty. Well, well, here's the thing. The stress of going to jury duty, the the emotional toll it took on me, because I had someone's life in my hands. Like, I had to decide if they were going to be guilty or not guilty. And, and I never got to make that decision, but just the thought of it, it just wore me out. And so... I needed a day to kind of, you know, get myself right. And it's traumatizing. You guys have never been on a jury. Yes, I have. I've well, been in jury duty, and then I got picked for the jury pool. And then I came to work later that day oh. right. once I got cut. But it's very traumatizing right. <laughs> to realize that the pressure you have on you to make a decision if someone is going to go to prison for the rest of their life. You're or- also inserting some trial about lifetime sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have no idea. Hey, Scuba Steve, he didn't show up to work at all yesterday. He was not doing jury duty at all. No, he did not. He didn't but- hit me up. No coordination, no contact, nothing. It's almost like a no call, no show kind no, of thing, no, no, right? No. Did you not hear me? I was at jury duty. Like when I walked in the room, like and when I walked into that jury room, cell phones came up and people started filming me. Like they were like, oh, celebrity in the building. Like it was a lot to deal with. He said in the audio clip that he was going to go take a nap. Yeah. Like <laughs> he told her, ah, good luck. I'm so taking a nap. And that was, and that was, was Monday. And that right. was Monday. Because it was exhausting. Yesterday's show, he had nothing to do. <laughs> No jury duty. He knew that he had us thinking he was at jury duty. I thought you were literally on jury duty yesterday. But I was was like, what if they call me back? What if they say, you know what? We made a mistake and we need you on the jury. So yesterday you were on call. You felt like. Yeah, man. I felt like I was on call, man. It was rough. I had my phone laying right by me just in case they did call. They never called. So, whew. If Eddie, if you had taken a day off extra and didn't say anything about it, what would happen? What do you mean? I'd be in trouble. Like you, You would totally get upset at me. So get upset at him. I don't know. <laughs> what is he thinking? I need a day. I need a day to figure out the See, problem. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you need stressful. a day because it's stressful. I feel like he just stole a day off. I need a day to figure out the punishment. Oh, my God. Man, let me know if you ever get called for jury duty how you feel at the end of the day, Eddie. You're going to need a day. I'm telling you. Okay. Amy, what would you do if you were me? I mean, I think that he just goes in and takes it as an actual because we have... Well, we did just take vacations. I have no idea if he has any vacation left. But you're saying use a vacation day on him. Well, there's like I uh, love it. we have personal days, we have uh, sick days, bereavement. Okay, that's uh, what that. about jury duty days? <laughs> I don't know. So, vacation day, it but is. he has to take it. Yeah, it's like docked out of his like his allotment. Genius. We'll let the listeners decide. Morgan, Morgan, post it on Facebook. Oh, whatever gosh. they decide, put a poll up. Whatever oh, they decide boy. will happen. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Last night, Caitlin and I were looking up the songs. That when we were born was number one. Mine was Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall, 1980, which I thought that was a 70s song. But that was number one. Hers was Michael Jackson, Black or White. Wow. And she was like, I don't even know that song. I was like, that's a jam. (laughs) Yeah. That was a good one. But then the day we got our driver's license, what was the number one song? So I pulled up the number one songs from everybody here. Uh, Going back the farthest is. Producer Eddie. Yeah, the oldest. March 21st, 1995. Yes. When you got your driver's license. When you got in the car for the first time and went driving down that highway down in uh, the, the valley. Yeah, McAllen. McAllen, Texas. Do you remember hearing this song? Take a bite, <laughs> the 
Do you know what this is? No. What is this crap? Madonna, take a bow. No. You I don't know this song? I've never heard this in my life. It's pretty good. It's and, good, yeah. yeah. And then it goes, oh, here it goes. Oh, yeah. Okay. You mean you didn't have this in a tape player? No, nah, man. I wouldn't listen to this crap when I was driving to 16. Uh-uh. What, what was your first car? Uh, it was a Jeep Wrangler, 1989 Jeep Wrangler. I got it for my 16th birthday. Wow. Yes, but I didn't really get to drive it to like every day till I was like 18. Mine, April 2nd, 1996. I'd be, I added a 19, no, 1989 Subaru that I basically mowed yards to buy. Bought it for just a couple hundred bucks. It was a piece. Driving down the road, the number one song. Oh. Celine Dion, Because You Love Me. Man, our songs kind of weren't good. No, were you jamming to this while you were driving? What do you mean, were? I still am. <laughs> okay. The song's still awesome. And I couldn't be. You always was me. Amy's was pretty good. March 18th, 1997. This was the number one song. I'll tell you what I want, oh, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. What is your first car? Uh, 1985 Ford Bronco. Oh, I bet that was pretty cool. Yeah, I loved it. Lunchbox, 1997, July 25th. Yours might be the best of all. When you turned 16, you got your driver's license. This was the number one song. It's kind of hard when oh. you're not around. Know you're in heaven, I'm smiling down. Watching us while we pray for you. Every day we pray for you. Till the day we meet again. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll be missing you by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. Jam. But that's a sample of what song, Lunchbox? Ooh, I have no idea. The police. Every breath you take, every move you oh, make. Oh, didn't know that. You didn't know that at I all? I had no idea. First car? A 1985 Mazda RX-7 red two-seater, no power steering, no air conditioning. <laughs> nice. It was rough. September 5th, 2003, Raymundo turned 16 years old. And here is the number one song when Ray turned 16. First ride? It was actually nice. I shared it with my twin brother. It was a Grand Prix GT Supercharged that did get best ride. Dang. Yeah. It got best ride. Senior superlative a couple years later. You guys got best <laughs> ride in the yearbook? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh, wow. Uh-oh. And then finally, Morgan, who turned 16 yesterday. <laughs> uh, in 2009, here was the number one song from Morgan's year. I got That's a good one. You remember that one? I remember that one. This is such a jam. You seem like a... Were you a Jeep girl at 16, too? I wasn't. I got my mom's Volvo XC90. It was black. It was like the the car in Twilight. So I did like that. I don't even know that reference. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> She's like, you know, the, the car from Kissing Booth 2. And I'm like, I don't... <laughs> what? Guys, we were professionals on this song. I mean, you were playing this song on the radio. Yeah. 2009? <laughs> yeah, Morgan was 16 driving to school. I'm 29. And she listening oh. to the show. That's weird. Bobby was a professional when Ray turned 16. That's true. Ray, when did you turn 16? 2003. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But to be fair, I started when I was 17. Like, I had my driver's license. A year later, I was working in radio. (laughs) On Disney Plus, there are eight new episodes of my show, Breaking Bobby Bones, that went up today. So maybe you've never seen the show. Maybe you watched all eight and you, you're waiting for that next drop. It is today. Very proud that the next eight episodes are up. So if you have Disney+, Plus, go check out Breaking Bobby Bones because eight new episodes are up today. Pretty pumped. Woo! The Bobby Bones 
show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Did you see that Michael Jackson's mom came out because she wrote a book and she was talking about how Michael overslept on the day of 9-11? He's supposed to have a meeting at Twin Towers. I heard that a long time ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. It was like also like I Seth MacFarlane who created Family Guy. Mm. He missed his flight and that flight, I think, crashed into the field. Yes. There are a couple of those stories. But yeah, I'd heard Michael Jackson overslept and... He was supposed to be on it, too. Yeah, he told her, he's like, I guess she stayed up on the phone talking with him super late into the night, so that's what caused him to oversleep. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, so headphone use can lead to loneliness, so... Just a warning that people can well, go. Because nobody wants to talk to you if you have headphones in. That's why I wear them all the time. <laughs> that's why you that's wear exactly them. it. People can go more than a month without having a meaningful conversation with someone now because of how long they spend wearing headphones. It's only wearing them around people and the people don't want to bother you. It's not like somebody's walking around with headphones in every every second of their day or life. Yeah, well, I mean, I think of this with kids, too, because... They can have different devices and have their headphones in. And then, I don't know, I notice sometimes I'm not connecting with my daughter if she's got her headphones in more. So I need to pay attention more now that I see this headline. If you're at the gym, you're on headphones, no one's going to approach you. If you're on an airplane, no one's going to talk to you. I like the headphones as kind of a security blanket. But I know I'm cool. I'm going to put these on. I'm going to be able to do my thing. So I see this as a positive. Like Mm -hmm. if you don't want people bothering you, put some head. Earbuds, not the same, especially if you have long hair. Because you can't tell that oh, people yeah. are listening to anything at all. And sometimes you have them in and someone's trying to talk to you and I'd like pull my hair back. I'm like, huh? <laughs> to show them. <laughs> Just show them, like, hey, I have headphones in. Do you, ever, do you ever put your phone up to your ear to pretend like you're talking on your phone to avoid talking? No, not so. anymore. <laughs> I don't ever talk on my phone. So it doesn't even feel like that's something uh, that I could that's do. That's not natural. It's not natural. I've had me. a full on fake conversation to do that. <laughs> yeah. I think I probably <laughs> used to. Now it's just headphones. Sometimes on an airplane, I'll put headphones on with nothing because I still want to hear what's going on or talk to Caitlin. Mm-hmm. But that'll be my fake a conversation. Oh, one time I had my phone up to my ear and then it rang. I was like, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two young girls attending a Garth Brooks show and they were uh, holding up a sign saying, this is our first concert. So I got a clip of Garth stopping the show to talk to the 12-year-old about her sign and asking if he could autograph it for her. This is your first concert? Yeah. What has a G on it that I'm making a Your name starts with G. My name starts with G. Don't quite get that G thing, but I guess you had to be there. Yeah, because yeah, he's G, and then he signed it. Yeah. I don't know. But I just thought, I mean, Garth, a show, he tries to connect with everybody, which I think is super cool. I saw that same show. He took his guitar off and signed it and gave it to someone, which he oh. does basically every show, which is pretty cool. And I thought to myself, how cool would it be to be at a concert and Garth takes that guitar? I'm looking at his guitar while he's doing it. He takes it off and signs it. And then I go, he did that in the studio to me. Yeah, he I, did. He literally oh, yeah. played, I guess it's his thing. He has like prop guitars maybe, or maybe they're a guitar he plays. And he was like, here, why don't you have it? And signed it. And I have it up in like my guest house now. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So Garth has several more stops remaining on his tour, but he said that after his show on Saturday, August 14th, he's going to assess whether or not to keep playing because of what's happening with COVID. The one he did in Kansas, they said, hey, if you're not vaccinated, you have to now be quarantined for 10 days. I don't think they're going out to everybody's house and knocking on the door yeah. and enforcing it, but they're like, you can't be together. So go ahead and get quarantined. You know, everybody's rolling their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So another example of social media coming in for good. A woman in Kansas really was in need of a kidney donor. She couldn't find anybody in her circle or anybody that she knew that would be a match. So she took to social media and that's where someone like really connected with her. She saw she was a teacher. She saw she was a single mom and she's like, hey, that's like me. So I think I'm going to donate my kidney to her even though I live 15 hours away. So shout out to Brittany Clark in South Carolina who gave her kidney to Kim Shuffleberger in Kansas. And now they've done it. The transplant has happened. They're both doing well. They said they feel like they're sisters now and they talk every day. That's wild. Let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. So many levels here. First of all, you don't even live near each other. Somehow you come across it. I would just, keep, scro- I would just keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, okay, don't. Different state, doesn't know them at all. There's no personal connection other than what they both do. Secondly, she's got to take off work too to go do this. Mm-hmm. It's not like she can go, hey, take this kidney. I'm going to keep going. You got to go to where she is or she comes to you. Give a kidney. You're in the hospital. Your life is now sidetracked because of the decision. And then you got to wonder, what if my good kidney goes out? Yeah. I know. And she still did it. That is amazing. That is, that's somebody that I, like, I'm glad the world has people like that. And I want to shout out to Kim's friend here, too. Her name isn't mentioned in the story, but she's the one that was like, Kim was kind of like, well, I don't really know what we're going to do. And the friend's like, no, I'm putting this on social media. So it was the friend that put it on Facebook. So shout out to that friend for not giving up. Man, and then if if you're her and someone messages you and goes, hey, I saw your post. I'd like to give you a kidney. Yeah. You got to be like, is this a joke? Mm-hmm. It's, wow. I mean, that's it's just a great story. Thank you for sharing it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Caitlin and I were in Arkansas this past weekend, and we drove by, and there was a van parked at a Starbucks. And it was like, hey, we're doing our, our honeymoon. Here's our Venmo. Give us some money. It was running on the back of it. And she was like, I've never seen that before. I've seen it a couple times. Eddie, you saw someone too? I've seen it for the past three, four months now, but they're, I've seen birthdays. It's my birthday. Buy me a shot. Here's my Venmo. And I'm like, what? And they just ride it on the back of the car? Yes, with shoe polish. Mm-hmm. Do you donate? Never. Oh. I just don't and I just don't know what to think about it. Like, I, it, to me, it's like the modern day panhandling. You might as well just stand on the side of the road and say, hey, it's my birthday. I need money. Give it to me. I don't know you. Why am I going to gift you a shot? And you don't have to. Right. No one's forcing you. It's so weird to me, though. Here's how to feel about it. Who cares? Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Ain't hurting you one bit. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It ain't, it's nothing is going on that's making you feel any worse. If they want to ride on their car, here's my Venmo or my PayPal. Good for them. Would you do it? Did you donate? No, but I don't feel like I had to or needed to. Sometimes I'll see someone put it up. The last time that I've done, <laughs> <laughs> the last time that I donated to somebody in a dumb way. Someone posted a sign of a kid out in front of the Arkansas baseball stadium going, I'm just trying to afford tickets. It was super regional. We couldn't afford tickets to get in because they were expensive to be scalped. And so I Venmoed him some money. And he ended up making like a ton of money. Oh. And he didn't even say thank you. And I was like, but you know what? I wasn't doing it for the thank you. Not your problem. I wasn't. But no, I've never done it because of the car. But I also don't get angry at them. Mm -mm. You can write whatever you want. Like, happy birthday, Kaylee, but I'm not buying you a shot. so weird. Yeah, but how cool to see for her how many people will actually just do that. We did a story once where it was people were road tripping across. When I did that show, The Talk, on CBS, the whole story we talked about was people road tripping just on Venmo donations. And they would ride it on their car and people would just donate them money as they went. (laughs) But it doesn't hurt anybody. I get it. I get it. And some people feel good giving to other people. Yeah. But this where we are now is like the bachelorette party capital of the world. So constant Hey, donate. We're having a bachelorette uh-huh. party. That's every third car driving on the road. Uh, let's go over to Amy now and get in the morning corny. The 
morning, Corny. What was Sherlock Holmes's favorite protein? What was Sherlock Holmes's favorite protein? You like the mystery meat? <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Get mystery it. meat. Mystery meat. You never had mystery meat like in, high, like in the suspect. cafeteria? No, never. No. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I, it's fine. Okay. That was the morning corny. Eddie, why don't you ride on your car for a week? <laughs> no, don't make me do this. For a week. And we won't say your Venmo on the air. <laughs> but let's say just got married. Okay. Would need some... Just got married. Um, how do you ask for money when you get married? When you get married? Honeymoon, honeymoon fund. Honeymoon fund. Honeymoon fund. That's it. Just, just got, got married. <laughs> honeymoon fund. Please Venmo me and put your name. But okay. you can't take a picture of it and put it on social media. Okay. You can't. All we want to do is see how much money you make from today's Wednesday, from Wednesday to Wednesday. This is a great experiment. Okay. I love it. So go get some shoe polish. You can do it this afternoon. Okay. And then from Wednesday to Wednesday, we'll see how much money you make. So in one week, let's see how much cash I make for my honeymoon. Maybe your wife helps you write it, though. Like, oh, just so got it's legible? Married. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. maybe. Is there a place on your Jeep to Yeah, write yeah, it? yeah. I have a plastic window. So, okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> Put it on that. We'll find out how much. To Man, he's gonna smash cut money. two weeks from now. Everybody's doing it on their car. <laughs> yeah. We're all driving into work with our Venmos on there. <laughs> this woman had been dating her boyfriend for a year and a half. And she found out that he was living a double life. She... Went on vacation with him. She decided then to randomly Google his name, which led, because he has a very unique name, she found a baby registry that he had as a dad, and it turns out he had another girlfriend who had a baby with him six months before. Dang. So the guy's living a whole secret life, not telling her. But this is what strikes me. It's that she didn't Google him until over a year yeah. into the relationship. I thought about that, too. I, I will Google someone almost immediately. There are two things I'm Googling, let's be honest. Somebody... And if I get their home address, I'm going to see how much their house they pay for their house. Because that's all up on the internet. But yeah, that's the story's from 9.com, N-I-N-E. And she got on TikTok and she said, hey, I just decided to search them. She said they've been dating for a year and a half. They did this whole vacation. He claimed he'd lost his phone on vacation and didn't try to go get another. If I lost my phone, I don't care where I was. I would be craving getting to a store to get another phone. But he's like, ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about me uh-huh. not having my phone. In the first video, she drops that her Google search led her to a Target baby registry with his name, a very unique name, listed as the dad of a six-month-old baby. That is wild. Yeah, he might, it'd have to be a very unique name because there's, I mean, yeah, that's just crazy. That confrontation would be kind of interesting to watch, too, when she calls him on it the first time. Uh-huh. Because if you're him and you have been living this double life, Eddie, you be her and be like, hey, I just found Go ahead. Hey, I Googled your name. Mm-hmm. Bones, and I saw that you have another family. What is this? Okay, gotta go. And I never come back. That's it. <laughs> I don't fight it. I just leave and go, Up, oh, got cut. Bye-bye. No, that's it. There's nothing you can say. Yeah, but you know he's arguing a little bit, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'd no, be like, that's not me. I'd be like, oh, you got me. All right, see you, babe. That's Gosh. it. Crazy if you're her and you've spent a year and a half with someone and you find they've been, they're the dad of a kid somewhere else. Like, life's complicated a single life. Yeah. A double life? That has got to be just a nightmare. What are you thinking over there, Amy? I saw oh. you like like sit up. No, because I'm just like, well, my, our names are so common in my family. I'm like, if I were to Google it, that's why I was like, the name would be hard for me to accuse based off of that. Because then I would need to get like a blood test, find out, is this really your baby? But if, yeah, a unique name, that would be wild. On the phone in Arizona is Brianna. Hey, Brianna, how are you? Hello. 
I'm doing well. How are you? Doing really good. Appreciate you calling. Appreciate you listening. We have a fun game. Now, what I'm going to do is play a sound. And okay. you, you can pick the, the person on the show that you think will nail what exactly this sound is. Now, if you pick someone and they don't get it, you lose. If you pick someone and they do get it, you get a whole collection of really cool stuff from the rear part of the building. <laughs> or as we call it, crap, crap from the from back. The back yeah. There you go. Okay, are you ready, Brianna? I am ready. Here is the sound they're trying to identify. That's Whoa. the sound. What is all oh, that? I, just, I don't even. That humming's throwing me off. Yeah, there's two different things it could be. Do you think you know it, Brianna? Oh, I think I know it. I don't know that I could say I know it. I mean, I have a couple guesses, but I'm really hoping that someone on the show is more confident they're coming than they're coming across. No, Guys? I don't think we are. I mean, I think I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know it. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan. Like, right off the jump, I feel like I know it, but the longer the clip goes, they throw some doubt. But, I agree. Um, okay. Yeah, what yeah, is that? I got it. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> hey, Brianna, take a guess, though. Just what would you guess if you had to pick that sound? Um, my first guess was a, um automatic garage door opener. <laughs> Um, you guys can have that too. You can take her answer if you want. No, no, I'm good. That's not it. It's not it. So I don't want hers. You don't want to take. Unless that garage door just keeps going and going. Yeah, I don't want to play it one more time. She thinks it's a garage door. I mean, it kind of does sound like it. She thinks it's a garage door. I thought it was longer than that, but maybe it is a garage door. It's not, guys. It might be. Stop. Yeah, it's not garage door. So if you want to change your answer, change it now. Okay. Uh, I'm, good. I'm changing it. You're, you guys are going to change it to garage door. Well, I hear it now. I didn't say garage door. I'm just changing it. Oh. Okay, Brianna, uh, who would you like to play for you? Who picked garage door, by the way? You can I, say that. I'm going now garage door. Okay. So you know Eddie's <laughs> picking garage door, Brianna. But okay. You can pick Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan. All right. Um. Gosh, that's so hard. I love all of you so much. <laughs> We don't take it personally. Um, it's okay. Yeah, we do. Well, I do have to say, my husband said that he would like to choose Eddie, and I told him that if I got through, <laughs> that I would honor that. So you know what? I'm going to go with Eddie, and I, I have full confidence in you, <laughs> Eddie. Well, that would be full confidence Wait, in, in yourself. yourself. In yourself. Yeah. Exactly, he, he because I have full confidence in her. <laughs> I okay. guess his judgment, I guess. Raymundo. Yo. What did you... Oh, you know the answer, don't you? Yeah. Okay, Morgan, what'd you write down? I have a vending machine. Okay, a vending machine. Yes. Lunchbox. Ice dispenser. Amy? Coffee machine. Excuse me? Copy or coffee? Copy? Copy. Like, oh, yeah, I thought you said coffee. Okay, I heard coffee. <laughs> and then Eddie, you went with... Garage door. Okay, let's listen to it again. You guys still feel good about your answers? Dang. Yeah, I yeah. hear the paper exchanging well, well, it, out. I, I hear it too, Amy, but I also could hear that it could be an electric razor at the end. That's what it makes me. No, that's the garage door. Okay, what? Let, me, let me hear the razor. Let me hear it again. Not right there, but towards the end. Right here. Oh, I hear that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Thing. Like, okay. okay, well, let's start oh, with the vending fat. machine from Morgan number two. You are wrong. Dang. Could be a fast machine. Amy, copy machine. You are wrong. 
Go and go to Eddie. Come on. Go and go to Eddie. No. Lunchbox, ice dispenser. You are wrong. Yeah! I didn't say anyone was right. I know, but but I'm left, and I could be the only right. Me and Brianna could but be here, the only right the thing, one. Eddie, you, can't, so, you didn't even come up with it. So? But everybody had the opportunity to change it. But it's not right, so I don't care. It come might on. be. Garage it's door. Come on. Show me garage door. Yeah, Brianna! <laughs> Look at that. Hey, that was all her, Bones. All but her. But you were smart enough to follow a great leader. I mean, I was, I guess, yeah. Here, here is the garage door. Listen, because you can hear it hitting the points. Yeah. Here you go. And then it's hit. It's hit at the bottom at that point. Brianna, nice job. You actually won the game yourself. You. That's the, I never win anything, and this is two times in the matter of like three weeks that I've won a game. Did you win in a game with us three weeks ago? No, no. I won a game at one of my um, back-to-school trainings with the staff. Nice. What did she win? And, cool. Yeah. Probably won something better. We're about to get uh, <laughs> hey, I, I won a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. Scuba, what does she get? Exciting. Is it just crap from the back? Yes, yeah, crap in the back. Got a couple T-shirts here. It looks like a forty-dollar, a little uh, coffee mug, and a cookie. Can we sign something for her wow. too? Yeah, we can sign something well, here. We'll, yeah, we'll say, We we feel bad that we just are, they don't give us much to give away. So we'll actually <laughs> sign something too. Okay, a Brianna. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, are you kidding? That's amazing. There just you go. Getting to talk to you guys is a gift enough. <laughs> hey, I, I love what I'm hearing. So, uh, Brianna, how do you feel? I. I'm overwhelmed. I'm so happy. Close um, enough. It's Close funny because my day my day started really rough after a <laughs> terrible night's sleep, and figured I'm up early enough. Why don't I call the Bobby Bones? We like her attitude. Yeah. We like it. We like it. All right, um, Eddie, you won. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel good. Ooh, I feel so good. Oh. Uh. Okay, Brianna, hang on the line. There, we'll get you your prize. In studio with a microphone in her hand right now is our phone screener Abby. If you call the show, she answers. Sometimes she puts you through, sometimes she doesn't, but she's always very nice. And she wanted to be a singer. You moved to Nashville to be a singer. I did. At one point, yes. Your Twitter but handle was like Abby singing or something. It's like singing Abby, yeah. Singing Abby. That's what my Instagram oh, wow. was too, and then I changed it. <laughs> so she wanted to be a singer. It didn't work out though, did it? Uh, not, I just got doing other things in the business, I guess. And I don't play guitar, and I felt like I was like at a disadvantage. So She has but. asked that on September 5th at Bobby Fest in Wichita, Kansas, her hometown... Her birthday, that she come up on stage. Why are you telling her? Because Lunchbox is already laughing. It's he is, he is laughing. he's already has his face down. He can't even look at her, I and can't. it's making it awkward. You so can't I'm like, look stop. at her. No, I can't. He Why? can't laughing because he can't. I, I, listen, he's it's rude. her hometown. It's going to be her birthday, and there's going to be thousands of people. Yes, like I don't think she understands the gravity of the situation because she's nervous, and there's only <laughs> like six of us in here, yeah. and she's yeah. shaking, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, there's going to be thousands of people, guys. (laughs) I think it's easier to sing in front of more people than a few people, Well, if it makes you feel good, then there are millions listening right now. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. See? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So if we go four or five and we all say it's okay, she will perform with Eddie and I's group, The Raging Idiots. Yeah. Oh, so she doesn't get a solo spot. No, no, no. No, no, she'll sing by herself. We'll just be her backing band. Got it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whole song? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, yes. Don't make it awkward. I thought she was going to sing with them. No, yeah, no, me no. Too. Oh. No, whole okay. song. We're playing. It's all okay. or nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my okay. Gosh. okay. So she's okay. going to perform for us now. You're hold, you're, you've chosen not to go mic stand. Right. I got to get into it. I can't just hold it. This the, is good. I got to hold it. Yeah. She's going to. Okay. To me, it's already a good decision to hold it. 
because because we get to see her stage presence here. Right. And she is standing on the stage in our studio. And you have chosen Bonnie Raitt. Let's give them something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Which, for those at home, here's a clip or in their car. Here's a clip of the song. Something to talk about. Something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. So we're going to let Here you go. sing this for like a minute, minute, minute and a half. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we'll judge. If you guys want tickets and you want to come to Bobby Fest in Kansas, we'd love to have you. Get tickets at RagingIdiots.com. This one will be September 5th that Abby's trying to perform at. Okay. Abby, are you ready? I'm ready. Ray, can I hear the instrumental? Don't sing yet, Abby. Can I hear the instrumental? Did you clear this instrumental? Is it in your key? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you feel I good about it. it. Yeah. You're already tapping your foot. I am. Should I sing? No, 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 no. We want to give you the, the proper room. Do you know yeah. when to come in, Abby? I, yeah, I do. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> and I'm what, ready. And what was the height of your singing career, Abby? Like, where did you feel most accomplished um when i won boeing idol in wichita what's bo oh like the company boeing. the aircraft yeah they did like this american idol version and i won it hey, you won boeing cool. idol yeah. that's pretty cool uh-huh and so what do you cool. win when you win boeing idol <laughs> what did i win like a hundred dollars i think yeah wow, not an yeah. airplane what'd you sing no, at boeing oh idol gosh. oh my gosh i don't even remember huh Okay. But I really don't did remember. Did you ever <laughs> audition for any of the other singing competitions that are like like on TV? Yeah, other like than Delta. Ameri- <laughs> what? Delta Idol or okay. American Airlines Idol? <laughs> I get it. I'm like, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> like other than American Idol, no. Okay. You did you but you did for American Idol mm-hmm. and they didn't That was a no. Is a no. Right. <laughs> that was an absolute no. <laughs> oh, here she is. Not. Here is your Boeing Idol winner. Yeah. Wow. Woo! <laughs> Amy's yes. faking it right now. Faking it, faking there she it, is, trying to win a spot at Bobby Fest. Here is Abby. Oh yeah, everybody, let's put your hands together. Oh. Oh yeah, uh. I gotta do that. I got you. Thank you. Come on, lunchbox. Here Come we go. on. People are talking, talking about people. I hear them whisper. Yeah, I won't believe it. They think we're lovers. Yeah, kept undercover. I just ignore it. But they keep saying we laugh just a little too loud. We stand just a little too close. We stand just a little too long. Yeah, maybe they're seeing something we don't, darling. Let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. Yeah, let's give them something to talk about. How about love? Right, there she is. Okay. okay, now the room, everybody looks different. Lunch's head is hanging. Everybody Eddie's excited. Head down. I mean, it's okay. No, not I everyone. was looking at her. Me too. Okay. Oh. My mouth how, do you feel, how do you feel about that performance? It was okay. Vote? My mouth is a little dry. Did you feel that you were warm enough? Did you feel like you were in the groove? Not really. I'm a little shaky, but it wears off when I'm in front of more people. <laughs> when you're in right? front of like a crowd, you know? <laughs> See, look at my mouth. It's so dry. Okay, well. I got water. Do you want, a, do you want the judgment now? Or do you want to... Give us a little something else. It's up to you. I can do a little something else. Oh. We have Heads Carolina Tells California by Jody Messina queued up that she also Let's go. picked as a backup. Yeah, maybe get some water because there was some... You what? Could, you could hear the dryness. I know. All right, right oh, hit that. Sorry about that. Here, let's see. Here's <laughs> that Abby. Let's, one more time. 
Well, she didn't say put your hands together. Oh, sorry. Baby, what do you say we just get lost? Leave this one horse town like two rebels without a cause. I got people in Boston and your daddy's still in Des Moines. We can pack up tomorrow, tonight let's flip a coin. Come on! Eddie, you, you're Gosh, dude. yes or no, is she in? At first, Bones, I was like, oh, the birthday thing. I mean, this has nothing to do with it. But I'm watching it as a whole. I would love to see Abby on stage in Wichita on her birthday. She's got a great voice, dude. I say yes. That's oh one vote yes. One vote yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. One vote okay. yes. Oh, jeez. Amy. Um, I loved it, Abby. And I, too, would love to see you on stage in your hometown of Wichita singing to all the people especially because it's going to be better because there's going to be a lot of people yeah she's going to be better with a lot of people yeah you're like even better so I'm very proud of you and I love your stage presence and you vote yes two votes yes yeah you you. need four out of five you need four out of five I want to cry let's go well you you gotta gotta get a couple more here hold hold off on that (laughs) I know sorry okay me who else is doing it me lunchbox lunchbox and Ray okay Ray oh Ray we have the same birthday. Come on. Come on, buddy. We're buds. Her voice, shockingly good. I liked what she did with the choruses. I enjoyed listening to her sing. And her story, paired with the voice, gets her on the stage in Wichita. Wow. You vote? Yes. Oh, oh three yeses. You need no. one more yes. <laughs> one more yes. Lunchbox. Oh. Abby, do yourself a favor. Oh. Never sing that Bonnie Raitt song again. Oh, Excuse me. <laughs> No, 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 no. It was, it was awful. It oh. was? Yeah, Bonnie Ray was why? bad. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, because you tried to sing it, and it sounded terrible. That's oh, why. No, I don't know. No. I don't know what else why? to tell you. Okay, oh, no. thank you. I mean, I'll take it. Thank no, you. I, I'm just telling you, like, put that one out, and it's your birthday, and you want to do it in front of your crowd of your hometown, but I don't want you to get booed on your birthday. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't so, want that. So but. you need to change your Twitter <laughs> handle to Abby Can't Sing. Oh, oh Okay, too far. Oh, too far. Just, just say yes say or no, no, dude. Yes or no. It's a no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Guys, Thank you. you. You cannot tell me that that... Oh, boy. What? It's better than... I. Okay, you, Abby, it's up to me. Oh, I've man. heard professional singers in here worse than that. Who? You yeah, name them. Name them. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it on TikTok. Let's watch it blow up. Uh, Abby, um... So, by the way, if you're listening and you want to go to this, too, you can, there, we're giving away a free trip at bobbybones.com. You just go sign up over there, and you can come and watch the show. We get round-trip airfare, hotel, tickets to the, the festival. I mean, it would be a big big deal in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people have already bought tickets. Russell, I mean, Russell Dickerson's playing right before us. Maddie and Tay, all their fans are going to be there. I know you're going to get up there, and you're going to be stressed out a little bit. No, I would not. You don't think no, you'd be I stressed wouldn't. out? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I've sang on stages in front of a lot of people. 
Well, like, how many is a lot? Like, Boeing has, like, what, 50 people? No, there were tons. Hundreds. Tons. Hundreds, hundreds, he says. And airplanes. <laughs> I thought the Bonnie Ray, I could hear you, I could hear you struggle a little mm-hmm. bit there, but I, I, but then she I gave it some, to nerves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, there was some note she hit at the end where she kind of did a few little runs situation, yeah, and, then she, and no, it was no, so there was, good. No, no, there was well, times where she to, tried okay, to do runs, okay. it was like, oh. Abby, I have to say, no chance. You're going to miss it. Yes! Oh, yeah! like literally like a dream come true because I've been singing forever and ah yes. oh my gosh I'm serious that's not real it's real I'm waiting for him to be like I'm just kidding no I'm not just kidding so you'll have to tell the band oh, what song geez. you want to sing oh my okay not we'll, body right we'll <laughs> learn it I mean the Heads Carolina was good right we'll learn it and then you get up on stage in Wichita at Bobby Fest and sing what are you thinking right now I'm really gonna cry that's that's so nice I can't believe it thank you <laughs> what it's like I know like my family and friends are going too and like I can't even that's amazing. She will be performing. Bones, what what did you see? Like, what did you see to? to vote I see. Yes? I saw someone who probably used to be a lot better, but hasn't practiced, but hasn't just gotten in singing shape yet. But I also see someone who really enjoys it. And that's what we do. We have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and who can sing? She just hasn't been working at it for a while, and we're going to give her some time. You'll have till September fifth. Yes. Okay. So now you can practice yes. every day. Do you I think w- she needs oh, to go to like some open mics and like tutoring? What's an open mic? Open mic. <laughs> Isn't that what they call the open mic nights? <laughs> no, Abby, just come. You'll be great. You're a little nervous. You'll kill it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. There she is. Hey, uh, oh if you guys want to come, win a free trip at BobbyBones.com or get tickets at RagingIdiots.com. Come on. It's time for the good news. With lunchbox. Tell me something good. A man in a wheelchair was in New York City, and he was on the subway, and he's rolling, rolling, wasn't paying attention. He rolled right off the edge onto the tracks. Well, he's in a wheelchair. He can't get up. Luckily for him, a good Samaritan jumped down there, was able to lift him up, and other people grabbed him. They lifted his wheelchair up, and then here comes the train. Right when he got up to safety, all caught on video. That train did come by really close. Really close. I saw it. Like, he had to jump in knowing the train was coming because you for sure could hear it and with, feel, how, close, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. with how close it was. Man, we can put a man on the moon, but we can't stop those trains. Like, what? trains just don't stop. They're, I'm sure we can figure something out. They're going out. so fast. They're, they only have they a little time stopping. to stop. They need time We figured to out stop. the internet, but we can't figure out how to stop a train. I don't, just don't think it's the same kind of figuring. <sighs> yeah. So you you're, you're fighting the laws of physics. <laughs> Abruptly <laughs> and have people like... Yeah, something about something in motion remains in motion. Eddie. Well, right. inertia is an oh, object okay. in motion okay. stays in motion unless acted upon by another force, but that other force could actually be something that hurts the people inside of it. Yeah. Okay, see, that's those are the conversations they should be having right now in boardrooms to figure this out. Bo- okay. But it's, it's <laughs> that's like a great apples story, and oranges. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A couple quick programming notes. On Friday, Dan and Shay will be in as the Friday morning conversation because they have a new record that's coming out. So uh, always good to see those guys. The second one is, programming-wise... Uh, Breaking Bobby Bones, eight new episodes up today on Disney Plus. Please watch like my career depends on it. Oh, about yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> and then let them let them play. Leave the house and keep letting them play. Uh, we're just trying to get set a streaming record here. Okay, let's go over now and do the news. Bobby's big stories. Uh, state police are investigating a recent scam. Twenty-four-year-old Blake Brandt was allegedly contacted by an unknown individual who said they were Carrie Underwood. That stinks, because obviously they fell for it. Yeah. If yeah. it's in the news. Yeah, yeah. Here's a clip from Fox 57 WOLF. 
Police are investigating a recent scam in Snyder County. 24-year-old Blake Bryant was allegedly contacted by an unknown individual who said they were Carrie Underwood. That unknown individual allegedly convinced Bryant to send him more than $7,100 worth of gift cards over several months. Police say the victim thought he would get to meet Carrie Underwood after sending those cards, but eventually realized that it was a scam and reported it to state police. I wonder what made him realize it. At what point did he go, I guess I ain't meeting her. Ah, uh, that stinks. I just, yeah, Carrie Underwood does not need gift cards, you know? Well, it depends. <laughs> I wonder how this person phrased all that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why did Probably Carrie Probably in need broken it? English from, you know how we get those? <laughs> yeah. I be your best friend. <laughs> I'm from America. And obviously they're from some foreign country, yeah. you know, trying to trick us. Oh, that stinks. You know, someone posing as me ripped 2000 bucks from some lady once. I know, so sad. And then I was going to... I, my heart hurt, and so I contacted the police that told me about the story. I said, hey, I'm just going to give her the money back out of my own pocket. And they said, here's why you don't do that. They said, because there's an outside chance she could just be faking that she had $2,000 oh, taken oh from her. And they didn't really think that, but they thought there was a chance of that. So they tell people don't. Oh. I know. I felt the same way. Yeah. So anyway, I give that 2000 bucks to Eddie. Yeah. Which, no, which I, I was not faking it. I didn't at all. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, I did get your ribs, though. They were good. I ate them yesterday. Are for they lunch. good? Yeah, they're really good. good. All right. And Eddie gave me a really nice pan to keep it in. And I was like, wow, I'll give this pan back. He goes, no, nah, we stole this from you like a year ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, the pie. Like yeah, the pie. Yes. I think Caitlin put some dessert in it like a year ago. <laughs> the Lyft driver who beat up Claire Dunn. Remember this story? Yeah. Yes. Claire Dunn's an artist. She lives in Colorado, but comes to Nashville some. She gets in a Lyft. Drops a friend off. He's taking her to her house. He won't turn where she says, hey, this is my turn. He then rips her out of the car and beats her up. That's a, That was an unbelievable story itself. And then the update is the Lyft driver was arrested yesterday, which is Tuesday, after authorities said he attacked country singer Claire Dunn over a driving dispute back in June. I'm oh surprised we didn't hear about this until a couple days ago. Because, you know, if it were me, I'd have been on an Instagram story immediately. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been in the ditch going live. You're never going <laughs> to believe this. But I saw her face. It, it is bad. Really? Yeah. I felt really bad for her. Albert Bokai, 46, 46, was charged with misdemeanor assault after he was accused of physically removing Dunn from his vehicle on Highway 70 South on June 26, following an argument over a missed turn. Yeah. I just, okay. Still, even if things escalate, why would he? I crazy to me that that would be someone's response. But hopefully some jail time maybe and some man- anger management classes. Two things come to my mind. One, how was this just a misdemeanor assault? That's what I thought. Oh. You know, how is it not some sort of felony? You're going to rip someone out of a car and you're going to beat up a woman? You're going to throw her in a ditch? Leave her? How is that a misdemeanor? And then two, why do I say misdemeanor like that? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I think we mostly say Mis- misdemeanor, mis- right? Misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah. Um... And also, why not just say, hey, lady, get out of the car? Right. Even though that's an unsafe spot. That's not spot. safe, yeah. Right. But still, if it gets to that point, it's like, hey, get out of the car. But he didn't. He beat her up. Wild. Like, this guy should. You know what? Nothing. <laughs> well, I think we all know. Uh, we know. We all know. Uh, yeah, surprised that was only a misdemeanor. Uh, finally, 
Aliens will land on Earth on August 11th in the first stages of an intergalactic war, which, by the way, if you're looking at your calendar, oh, that's, that's today. today. Oh, uh, okay. Well, what time today? Exciting. Well, a time traveler said this. Oh. He was from 2714. A person claiming to be from the future said that they know aliens will land on Earth during the Perside meteor shower. Is there audio to this, Ray? Do we? There's no TikToker audio? Hmm. I always like to hear time travelers' voices. Have they picked up an accent? <laughs> the anonymous time traveler behind the account insists they are from the year 2017 and said that something amazing will happen, well, today, but it will lead to a war that begins in 2025. Quote, yes, I'm a real time traveler from 2714. Something amazing happens on August 11th, 2021. There will be a very large meteor shower that lasts for two weeks. It will be seen in the northern hemisphere. One of the meteors will seem different than the others. It's because it's a ship landing on Earth. Oh. Like, half of 1% of you is a little nervous, right? <laughs> like, I'm not nervous, but like, just a teeny tiny bit's going to be looking at the sky tonight. There you go. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. On the phone is Matthew in Virginia. Hey, Matthew, appreciate you calling. What's going on? Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Wanted to uh, go back to the uh, the time traveler bit and ask if you guys could go around the room and tell me which uh, do you guys believe that we're the only people out there, or do you guys believe that there is something else there? Don't, uh, I mean, you got an hour. I don't yeah, know. I, people. Yeah, probably people. But you know, there's this assumption based on movies that aliens are around the same size as us or that we'd even be able to see them with our eyes. And I've said this before, certain animals can hear things that we can't hear. Certain animals can see colors that we can't see. There's no reason to think that if there were things from other planets that we'd be able to see them or hear them because they're not made out of organic tissue like we are. So do I believe I haven't seen any? I'm not like concerned that today is the day, like that time traveler said. But we are just a speck. Not, not just Earth. Our galaxy is not even a speck on the buttocks of what could possibly be out there. And so for me to go, nah, I think that would be extremely ignorant of myself to go, nah. Uh, Also to think that I'd be able to see it. They could be in the room here now. Mm -hmm. Who even knows what they are? Right. We just assume everything is based on us. We're very selfish creatures as as. I was going to say earthlings, you, but as humans, humans. yes, <laughs> as earthlings, are, earthlings, and we think everything has to be how, how, how we are. Um, so I'm going to go with, nah, but caveat for, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. So um, yes or no? Amy. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of with you. I lean towards no, but then at the end of the day, I literally have no idea. I think space, how we see space, what could be up there? That's the ocean. We have no idea what's in the ocean. Mm-mm. You go halfway through and halfway down, that's about max we've ever been. Yeah, they can't get all the way down. Who knows what's down there? I know. And I've been reading too many sci-fi books. That's space. Lately, where I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. There like, could be these little teeny tiny little you know, green specks, and they're living. Ugh, you need to A read A green project. speck is where your mind went in the ocean? I'm thinking like, <laughs> there could be like alligators with oh. nine arms. Oh, wow. That, okay, that, wow. Yeah. We just have the ocean, no idea. Um. You know what? Heck, I'm going to go yeah. I'm yeah. changing mine. Oh, yeah. wow. You're going to go no, Eddie? I'm going to go why not. Yes, sure. Okay. And Lunchbox? No. Nothing else out there. All right. There you go. Matthew, are you satisfied with that answer? Yes, sir. Thank you. And what uh, – now, what will you do with that for the rest of your day, yeah. Matthew? Like, you just learned something here about <laughs> us. Like, Well, what does he think? Yeah, what is that going to do for you? Well, 
Personally, I think that there is something else out there, but really we have no idea what it is. Sure. And it's interesting that you guys are kind of split 50-50. So. It's a 50-50 kind of room, if I'm being honest with you. All right, there he is, yeah. Matthew. <laughs> there he is. Give it up for Matthew. Yeah. Right. Solid appearance. Solid appearance. All right, Matthew, have a good day. Thank you. You too. Love the show. Thank, Thank you very much. We always appreciate, appreciate you calling because it's, you know, you got to pick up your phone, take 10 minutes out of your day. We appreciate that you'll call us here on the show and talk with us. Okay, here's the story I was teasing. Uh, Lauren Elena was fired up. Oh. And she tweeted this at a home lighting and decor company. And the oh, qu- this is like, I don't know. I was picturing an airline or like a restaurant, but okay. Let's take a second and take in some Lauren Elena here. You know when someone goes full notes from their phone? They're ticked. What that means is you have that note app and you can write a lot on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then sometimes they'll just post a note app. The picture like, of it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh boy, they just they didn't <laughs> they have time for that bull crap. <laughs> they just wrote it on notes and posted it. So she posted this on her notes app. Dear Lamp, uh, should I say the company? No. Did you already? Oh, she you did. Oh, no, okay. but she did, right? Oh. Let her rip then. Well, that's an extra <laughs> they step advertise where with people us? would have to go look. See, that's a weird question, most because they may at some point. Okay, you know? here we go. I'm just going to say this. Dear Lamp Company, <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to fire the customer service lady who's been harassing my manager and fire her. Last week, a delivery was wrongfully delivered to her property. It was huge and blocking her garage. I'll attach a photo for reference. She called your customer service for help, and the lady that was supposed to help said no one could pick it up for a few days. She couldn't enter her own garage. She said there was nothing she could do to help her and then hung up on her. Trisha, who is Lauren's manager, went back outside and the driver who delivered it originally picked it up and said he had made a mistake. The lady has now been calling Trisha repeatedly demanding information on who picked it up. An order that was never hers or supposed to be on her property. I would never recommend your company to anyone and cannot believe the way this issue has been handled. Sorry to publicly post, but we've been listening to the whole music long enough and it really ticked me off. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's very interesting. Oh, man. This situation's interesting. Because it's not I mean, even about her. Yeah. It's, and it's, right. There are so many, <laughs> there are a lot of layers. <laughs> Let me unpack this. There is, I, I'm looking at the picture. It's a huge box. That huge box wasn't supposed to be for her. It was not delivered for Trisha, Lauren's manager. It was a, it was a wrongly uh, dropped off thing. They called. They sent someone to get it and picked it up. They don't know who that person is. May not even been a real delivery driver. May have been a, a porch pirate that got opportunist. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right, here's my shot. Uh, yeah. Um, the 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 person kept calling them from the lamp place yeah, to weird. try to figure out. Probably because if she doesn't, if the lamp was taken and now they can't find the lamp. I got news for you. This ain't a lamp, Amy. This thing's huge. Oh yeah, I was wondering what lamp was that big, but okay, uh, well whatever it was. Mm-hmm. She's been calling Trisha repeatedly, demanding information on who picked it up. An order that was I would never recommend your company. It's also weird that Lauren is, had to go in and mm-hmm. serve justice. Yeah, yeah, for her manager. For Trisha. <laughs> yeah, for Trisha. <laughs> the only time I've ever tweeted, and then I pulled it, but I did tweet at the at airlines a couple times. Yes. A few, a few years ago. I'd be like, I can't believe your service sucks. But really, they can't control that stuff. And they want me to get to my destination. And they didn't mean to lose my bag. And I'm just looking for someone to take it out on. And it just happened to be Twitter. And I wish I wouldn't have done that. And I have not done that in years because I'm embarrassed at my actions. When I was, hey, airline, 
this this is not good. The only reason that I would tweet now is if customer service is if a person to my face was bad. Because I feel like you can't really fix whether they lose a bag or not. That just happens. It's a numbers game. Can't really fix if you get delayed. But if someone treats you like garbage, I do feel like that is justified. Justified a tweet or a call. Well, a call probably ain't going to work. especially. No. And I have a blue check mark. Yeah, I know. That's so that carries game. a little bit of weight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But like, then the whole, I mean, I guess, yes, the company wants to know as a whole if they have a poor representative on their team. But do like, they want yes, everyone else to like know? But then it's like on blast. But also it's, am I just being angry at that person because I don't like the situation I'm in that they couldn't help? Or are they really rude? Yeah, there's a lot to break down. If they're really rude, I think I would still pop a tweet out there. <laughs> I might even sneak a pick of them. Oh, my. No. Hey. <laughs> no, no, no. You never know how I'm feeling. Oh, my. What yeah. if they were just having a bad day? I might be feeling day. froggy on that day and be like, boop, uh. got you. Uh. But I do feel like accidents happen. We cause accidents sometimes, and yes. people give us grace. However, if someone is just a jerk, first you go, I wonder if they're having a bad day, and I have bad days. But if you're like, nah, that's a little overboard, then I think a tweet's warranted. Okay. <laughs> On personal customer service. Uh, but I thought Lauren was funny. I was just tired of the whole music. Yeah. <laughs> like she was just ready to talk, but she'd been on hold too long. We have a, a voicemail line. It's actually our normal phone number. But when we're not on the air, you can leave us a message. 877-77-BOBBY. Here's one from Addie, who is 13 years old. My mom just surprised me with tickets to Bobby Fest. I get to come see y'all in Texas. <laughs> Woohoo! I appreciate you. Yeah, it'll be <sighs> fun. Can't wait. Um, Bobby Fest going down September 4th. That one's in Texas. The 5th is in Wichita, Kansas, which I would like for you guys to go back and listen to the podcast today because Abby, our phone screener, auditioned for a performance slot. Morgan, what are the listeners saying mostly about her performance? I mean, everybody's being super nice on the internet, so that's a nice oh, change of pace. We should let Guinness know that. What? That <laughs> oh. might be the world record. record for the longest people have been nice on the internet for something. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are upset at this hospital because it's been revealed that one of the doctors on staff since January isn't actually a doctor. I mean, that's so crazy. And it's not like someone just put on a lab coat and walked in, but the person did try. He was working and stuff? Well, it was a she. Don't be sexist. <laughs> You're right. She was work like she worked. The so woman like- reportedly failed her medical exams, but decided to forge her documents and apply for a job. How does she think that's gonna work? She probably watched Catch Me If You Can. She's been treating patients for over seven months, and the hospital just figured it out Monday. The hospital says it's conducting an internal investigation, and the police have been called to do their own investigation. The unnamed woman is expected to face what policy is calling a litany of charges. Let me. Oh, yeah. I wonder what red flagged her. Police. Was it like a patient that's like, I don't understand this person. When she put the stethoscope <laughs> on their butt. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just curious. Like if. It All was, right. Turn over here. <laughs> uh, what if she was the gr- for eight months? Like she's been saving people at a rate that no one else has in the history of the doctors at that hospital. That would be different. Well, no. Well, she, no. She oh, needs that's go- a great question. Ooh, I no. Think so. right. oh, no, I think she so. needs debate, to go back. Debate. Yeah. Debate. Oh. If she's so good at her job, if she has saved people and people are like, oh, you you know, Johnny, you're not going to make it. But she goes, oh, yes, he is. And then he gives, he's like, this is what you do. You mix a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then Johnny lived. Oh. For eight months, she was the greatest doctor. Do you then go, okay, we have to, like, slap you on the wrist, but we're going to help you finish your medical degree here and your medical exams because you are so good. Or do you just go, you know what? You can't do that. You go to doctor jail now. 
Hmm? Thoughts? No, I think she just needs to go back and finish her degree if she's that but awesome what about and punishment? pass it. Yeah, she's on probation of some sort, for sure. She has to... Of she some to, sort, she forged documents to be a fake doctor. But you just said she's the most amazing but, doctor in so a saving life. So either she lives. goes to jail or okay, she... Okay, fine. Whatever the punishment is, she needs to do the punishment, but she has the opportunity to come back and do save lives. I don't know. I if don't feel like pass, you're giving me... If she can pass the test. She goes to jail, Lunchbox, or they help her pass the test and be jail. a... Jail. Jail. Okay. Absolute jail. I don't care that she saved people. I don't care what she did. She broke the law. She posed as a doctor. She did something illegal. If I pose as a bank employee and I hand people money, that doesn't mean I'm going to get away with nothing. No, I'm going to get thrown in jail because I broke into a what? bank. <laughs> How are what you posing as a bank employee? That's not that hard. Yeah. You just go get a job. <laughs> No, that, that, that's what I'm saying. You would get hired. Oh. This she did not get hired. She would fo- she was following doctors around and just reading off their notes and yeah. learning how to do it. And she wore a coat. I no, she goes to jail. I don't care how many little Johnny she saved. Johnny be visiting her in prison to say thank you, Eddie. No, look. They do it to hackers all the time. Wow, you're such a good hacker. Like, oh, they make them a white hat hacker? Instead of you going to jail, you're going to work for us, and we're going to hack the hackers. Right? Doogie Hauser, he was, what, 12 years old? He didn't have to go back to medical school. Okay, that's, he a, graduated. that's a fictional TV so show. Is this, so is this scenario. The scenario is fictional, fictional as well. Okay. So I say no. If she's awesome, dude, you'd be like, all right, you're an exception. Keep working. Save people. You got to put her in a big house. Oh, yes! You, you oh. got to put her in the big house. What if she's curing some crazy disease? And then she can do that in a private, you know, mm-hmm. practice building behind IHOP. Oh. She can practice those solutions while she's in prison, but she's got to be in prison, guys. Like, Eddie, if... You can't yeah, fake a doctor. Right. If this lady worked on your kid, you would be going crazy well, right now. She, she saved, saved her. my kid. Yeah, she saved yeah. Yeah. my kid. I'd yeah. be fighting for her right yeah, now. I'd By the way, like, she might have been a rotten doctor. We oh, don't know. Sure. We just created <laughs> or that story. maybe she's just a really poor test taker. Oh. Well, to one. be a doctor, you need to be a better test taker. Yeah. Yeah, she goes She goes to jail. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Clearwater, Florida. A woman went into a dealership and is like, I'm looking for a used car. And they show her one. She's like, yeah, that one. Can I take it for a test drive? Yeah, just let me give a copy of your driver's license. They take a copy of her driver's license. Go ahead. She never comes back. Only problem is they have a copy of her driver's license, so they hunt her down and arrest her. Oh. Hmm. Why would you use your real driver's license? I would think if you were going to steal a car, you would maybe have some sort of fake ID. Yeah, you'd think. Or something other than just give them your, or just grab the keys and run and jump in the car and drive off. <laughs> sure, that would work. Anything other than giving them your real <laughs> identification, right? But yeah. I'm assuming crazy people don't do things in their right mind. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Oh, uh, they hunt her down, arrest her, and they find the car. I don't think now, though, they let you drive by yourself anymore. They always send someone with you. But I, maybe because of COVID, that yeah, she's not allowed to, so that's why they took a copy of her driver's license. Ah, what a bonehead. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Eddie, you watched the Luke Bryan documentary? Oh, yeah, and I finished it, too. I didn't expect to finish it, but I finished it late last night. Oh, so good. I, I haven't watched it. I guess I feel like I know Luke pretty well. Uh, you know, I felt the same way. I, I know you probably know Luke a lot better than I do, but I felt like I had a pretty good grip on what Luke is and how he is as a person. Man, after the watching that documentary, I was like, I didn't know a lot of these things, and I have a lot of respect for Luke, one, and two, I'm rooting for the guy. To do what? He's already the king. Yeah. I mean, to, do, to be bigger. It's <laughs> like you going, you know, I, I feel like Michael Jordan can really do a lot. No, no, no. He's already the best. Man, I, you just root for him as a person. Like, he just, ah. It, I got so many emotions watching it. I, I loved that documentary. What do you give it? Whew. 
I don't want to give it a perfect one because it's still the production to me is still a little weak as a video guy, you know, yeah. so it's not going to be top-notch five, but I'll give it four and a half. Four really? and a half, boom, booms. And so on Amazon, you can watch IMDb channel. Yes, it's all part of Amazon Prime. So if you have Prime, it's free already. And I think you have to, I don't know if it's just my account, but you have to watch it with commercials. So every, you know, 15 minutes, there's a commercial break. Come on, Luke, boo. <laughs> Are they jockey commercials yeah, with Luke and Caroline? <laughs> no, no. Hey, no. y'all, get your underwear. <laughs> all right, back to me. Uh, good though, huh? Really good, Bones. Yeah. I think you would like it. I, I'm I'm curious to see if you would learn something new about Luke. Um, I bet you would. Anytime you go deeper in someone's like people that kind of know me, read Bare Bones, my first book, and they're like, I had no idea. So okay, yeah, I'll check that. How long are the episodes? Uh, they're an hour long. I mean, oh, wow. four, forty-five minutes. How oh, okay. how many? Um, there are seven, I believe. Wow. All right. Yeah. Seven. You heard you heard it from from Eddie. It's a good documentary. So good, man. Goodbye, friends. Yeah. 